Hello everybody, I am Peter Travers and this is Popcorn where we tell you what is happening at the movies and so you'd have to be living under some kind of rock or boulder if you have never heard of The Girl on the Train which has been a bestseller since I was a child. It was just, it's everybody has read this, people on trains, planes and everything have read it and yet the lead in this, it has to be somebody who's convincing as a possible murderer and a blackout drunk. So welcome to my guest, <laughs> Emily Blunt. It's me. They thought of you immediately, Immediately, didn't they? yeah. They said, who else? Yeah, they said nothing. Nothing says a raging alcoholic <laughs> like Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, it's yeah. it. I don't know where that came from. What was that call that came to you that said, yes, you will be the It girl was on the Mark train. Platt, the mm -hmm. producer, mm -hmm. called me and said, if you read this book. You had partied with him many times. <laughs> yes. He'd seen me on several Friday nights. Um, he called and he said, have you read the book? And I hadn't, because I think I was being a bit contrary, because I'm sort of one of those people that whenever everyone's reading a book, I'm like, well, I'm not going to read it. Such a snob, such what an elitist. snob. Oh, I know, total, total. Yeah. I was reading um, Steinbeck or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Kierkegaard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then he said, we're really interested in you for it. So I just shallowly ran to the nearest bookstore and bought it. And that was enough. And you just said, yes, I am the girl on the train. Well, I read it and I was at the same time thrilled by the challenge of the character and also slightly um, concerned that they just think immediately of me for somebody <laughs> who is like, described as sort of a puffy-faced, aggressive, obsessive alcoholic. But hey, you got to do something different, right? <laughs> you really do. Yeah. Because you are playing Mary Poppins next. Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine anything... Um, Unless you're going to play Mary as, as a blackout drunk. Well, yeah. I'm planning, you know, I just thought I've got to do something different. So yeah, I'll just. Why do Julie Maybe Andrews actually thing? a meth addict, sort of what I'm thinking <laughs> oh, for Mary I Poppins. Really, yeah. I really like that. It's going to be great. Well, okay, let's talk about the idea that you're in something, a movie version of a book that everybody that can still read uh, <laughs> has looked at. Yeah. You know, to do this and what the pressure is. There are those of us who were shocked, shocked, I say that it's not in England anymore. I know. Even though you yourself come from there. Yes. And yet you were allowed your British accent, which is fake to begin with. Which is fake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, um, I did offer to do an American accent. You did. Which I have done a couple of films. And they said, I mean, Tate Taylor, the director, quite liked it. And he said, well, I think this character is really isolated. So why don't you just, and just keep it and keep her as isolated as possible? That would help, wouldn't it? Yeah, because you know, no one likes British people. No, they don't. I, you all pretend to like us in America. Oh, I don't even pretend. I always think there's, with the Brits, this sense you of... You feel that we're looking down on you. Yes. Oh, it's we a, are. It's, I know. <laughs> there's always that idea that, well, of course I've read it. Yeah, yes. imperious. Yes, yeah. I've just done it. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. We're, we're all related to Shakespeare in some I've way. I've been educated, and I was, it's always me at the old Vic and the Royal Shakespeare <laughs> Company. That's the way it is. <laughs> that's, that, that's the way we live, yeah. You said that to me at one point. I remember um, I had met you before, and you didn't believe it, and you said to me, well, was I frosty? Was and I, I love the word fro Yes. Oh, it was like, <laughs> who is this? Who is this? We can't have. No, we just can't have. Yeah, a bit cold. <laughs> just that, but it's not true. Yeah? 
No. I don't think I'm frosty. Oh, I think you're not at all. No. I think it maybe takes a while for that to come through. But now as Rachel in The Girl on the Train, you're, you're really not any of those things. No. Because I think when you're so blotto. Yeah. I like blotto. I like blotto, too. It's another. Yeah, I kept thinking of all my favorite alcoholics and you and Raymond Land in The Lost Weekend. Because oh, you, yeah. you can't just be drunk as this person. No. You have to be somebody that could have blacked out so much that you don't know whether you killed somebody. Yeah, and I think that's what I found so appealing about it, which is that it's less a thriller about Rachel being a sort of terrible, drunk Nancy Drew character trying to figure out who done it. It's more about her trying to make sure she didn't do it. Yeah. And I think that was so appealing and unsettling and weird to me and that's what I really liked about the character is that yes she is a drunk this is not just a portrait of addiction this movie this is a thriller and she's very afraid of herself she has been spun this story that she's believed and lived that she is dangerous and toxic to be around well yes if you wake up and there's your clothes are caked with blood and what are you gonna do on your face say it's a bad what night. kind of time was yeah. that yeah. So I'm sure you were pregnant again when you started this. So that must have been quite a risk for you yeah. to drink so much while you were <laughs> risking this. Well, I'm just so method. It, and you you know, just, just have to do yeah, it. No, um, you couldn't do that. I so did not. What I really, there are many reasons why I think this is some of your best work that Thank I've you. ever seen you do. Oh, my God. Because it's, you could play the obvious drunk, but all the drunks I've known, I would know nothing of it myself. Of course. Uh, no, but... When a person is actually drunk, we all try basically to pretend we're not. I know. You know? Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And I watched a lot of um, documentaries, which were the most helpful thing for me, just to see it in its reality. And Was just I in any of them? You were in yeah. all of them, strangely. <laughs> yeah. um, but just to see it um, in all its incredibly sad ugliness and that I think the pitfalls are that it could be a bit comical watching someone be drunk and sort of lurching around like a drunk uncle and and that is the whole tragedy of it is that they are trying to appear like they're holding it together and that's what's so uncomfortable to be around because <laughs> it's sort of like the elephant in the room. What I really like about the book that came into the movie that I thought wouldn't be that the book was written from three unreliable narrators, mm. all, all women, mm -hmm. who sometimes they're lying, sometimes they're lying to themselves, sometimes they're creating something uh, that they want to see. Yeah. And yet, it's that rare point of view that that happens, where these women are discontent. Sure. Is that the word that's sure. happening? How would you describe Rachel? What is she besides? She's way more than the drinking. Well, you know, she is heartbroken at being unable to have a child, and I think that became the root of all of her issues. And then she, her marriage fell apart, and she lost her job. She's pretty much lost everything. People don't want to be around her. They don't want to breathe the same air as her. She's very lonely. But there is a theme of motherhood that runs through this, because Haley Bennett's character, Megan, doesn't necessarily want to have a child, and then you find out why she doesn't want to have a child, and then... Tom's new wife, Anna, has a child, but yet it's sort of at the detriment of her marriage. So it's just very interesting sort of multi-layered themes on motherhood and domestic life and the, 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 the reach for domestic bliss and, and, um, and the sort of societal pressures put on women to sort of get that 
domestic bliss that they're looking for, even if they don't fit the form and even if they don't feel comfortable with it. Um, and I do find what people really responded to about this book, and I should say what women responded to, is that they are flawed characters. They are discontented. They are not perfect. They are, they're struggling and they're looking for something else. And I think that's what women really related to is in these women just seeing various, seeing themselves in, to varying degrees. Do you see differences from the book to the movie? To be honest, it's a bit of a blur now. What Is it, was well, in the book with your drinking? Because <laughs> I was wasted. Well, I, I, I believe now that you didn't have anything to drink while not. you were pregnant. I would rather do that. And how... how old now is she is 15 weeks she's old. 15 weeks old so now it's drinking all the time all the time, the time. this is basically it it's exactly so 15 weeks old she is. really little bunny that's just so adorable. poor old violet rattling around in there as i played this horrible alcoholic <laughs> i know i know she's I the sweetest thing, thing. <laughs> poor thing. other mothers just uh, play beethoven or a little <laughs> exactly. chopin to their children and I you're climbing play. up and down things yeah. and railroad stations yeah. and doing there was a lot of stuff with you staggering yeah yeah well there's it was quite physical i didn't really i don't think i anticipated how physical this film would be so some of the craziest stunts like sliding down a ravine were a stunt woman because i was like no i cannot do that well, we just lost like two million no, people sorry guys no. <laughs> yeah, sorry that's just the way it is but you couldn't do it nobody would no, expect no. you to do no. it so what about this crazy business that you're in? Are you enjoying it? I do enjoy it very much. I do. I feel incredibly fortunate. It's a business that can be crushing, and yet it's being kind to me. It hasn't so crushed you. It has been very kind, yeah. You have, the, you have humor. You can. And believe me, I do the show a lot. No <laughs> There's not a lot of people <laughs> who can laugh at the world and themselves. Really? You can. Yeah, yeah. You've so can to. your husband. Got to. That's how you found each other, wasn't it? Because we just a, came up going. Not, <laughs> <laughs> we just approached each other, laughing hysterically. What was that? How was that? How the two of you came to be? No, we just met and we just dug each other. That was it. Period. He's the coolest person. He I just know. said, "I just love Devil Wears Prada." No. He did though. Yeah, but he did. But it wasn't his first opening line. <laughs> well, what was it? I want to know what's behind this guy. Where is the charm that? <laughs> You say, You're saying I you like don't him. see it. You can see it. I can it see it. I can see it, but I'm not the way you would be seeing it. I'm interested in how that approach took place. He shook my hand and asked me if I was cold. Wow. Come on, girls. People. How Come do you resist on. that? Yeah. Are you cold? Did he offer you? Yeah. His sweater. And he says that. And, and I said, no, I'm okay, thanks. And then he was a bit embarrassed. What a cutie. What no, a frosty, so, frosty person. No, it was lovely. <laughs> no, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't need any help from yeah, you to exactly. do that. So you live your life now. This two kids. Yes. Are you here now? Did we you are. Live, you've come we to are. the we East Coast. We live in Coast? Brooklyn. We love it. We're so happy. Had you offended so many people in the Los Angeles area <laughs> that there was With no more happiness. hope for you? Um, we, I, my family's in London. His is in Boston. Mm-hmm. We just want to be closer to grandparents, closer to grandparents. So they can see the baby. They can. It's a long, it's a big ask to ask my folks to come 12 hours on a flight to see their grandchildren, you know. I was like, what an so unselfish yeah, love act. I've always wanted to live on the East, East Coast, though. I've always loved it here. Love it. 
Maybe you could even go on the subway, so you could be on the train. I, I would done. love to imagine you on the train. Well, I can't the, now when this movie comes out. No, it won't happen. Well, what's going to change when this movie comes out? Well, I don't want to be the physical girl on the train. But you will be. No, I know. People, I, I love taking the, the subway. When the people recognize you, what really do well. they say? What do they... Um, do they recognize you from the most? Uh, it would be between Devil Wears Prada and Edge of Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Sicario gets a lot. Like the more recent ones, you know, that kind of thing. But I would say the Devil, Devil Wears Prada gets quoted to me, um, <laughs> I would say every week. Really? Someone will come up and they'll sort of misquote it. They'll say the quote wrong. And I'll be like, yeah, it's a good line, isn't it? Because I can't be bothered to correct them. But <laughs> I think you could be like if I, you were in the mood. I have a line where I say, I'm one stomach flew away from my goal weight. And people will come up and go, I love the line where you say, like, I have the flu and I'm going to get skinnier. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of, sure. 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 Yeah, and then someday you'll just be irritated by them saying that. And I'll say, and that's say, not it. It's yeah. not it. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm going no, about my life people are very to do sweet. this. Very when sweet. you were this very impressionable child and you said, well, you know, no, I was. Yeah. I haven't gone there, but okay. you know, it, it has to. What? What made you say yes? This is what I want to do. I want to see my image blown up to a size <laughs> but you I can't didn't believe on the big screen. Like yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, Honestly, did. truly, I want to be a star. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, and you will just have to take my word okay. for it and understand that there is not a darker layer to this. <laughs> this is as you're trying to find. Yeah. But um, I did not want to be an actress. I was quite good at languages, and I was going to go to university and do Spanish Ooh. and be a translator for the UN or something kind of cool like that. And then I did a play in the Edinburgh Theatre Festival, and an agent came to see it. I was 17. I did it through my school. They had a drama. I was like, do you want to take a play to the festival? So I did a play. Had agent came to see it. He said, I think you're good. Would you like to do this? So I sort of entered into the industry. Um, with a bit of a casual, like, okay, like, I'll try. I mean, I was 17. I was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> um, and then, thank God, it, it paid off because I just am in love with it now. Just in love with it. But I didn't have any sort of burning ambitions. And so my first job was with Judy Dench. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So easy. In the West End. Yeah. It's easy, yeah. yeah. In the West End. And I got paid 350 pounds a week. And I remember being like, oh, my God, this is incredible. <laughs> There's like, money in this. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> incredible. <laughs> like I had no, I had no uh, burning ambitions or thought I'm going to be a huge deal or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't have any, it, it has been a sort of very slow, progressive rise and nothing has felt meteoric and nothing has felt overwhelming. It's just been like a gradual wasn't it when you, you pushed Dame Judy away and said, you're in my light? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the time that you felt you could just join the uh, luminaries of your profession? She was so kind to me. She used to invite me into her dressing room every night after the play, and there'd be all kinds of famous people in there. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm making so much money. Yeah, and I'd meet, like, Kevin Spacey mm. and Johnny Depp, and I was like, this is incredible. Like, it was so awesome. I was 18. Are you I kidding know, me? How cool. That's still there. That little girl is still there, isn't she? Aren't there times? What Sometimes. makes you feel well, with that? with you, yeah. With me, yeah. What <laughs> makes it feel 
in your life that because you never want to lose that, do you? I think that certain actors would. I, I would get a bit like, oh my god. Like, Who would yeah. they be? Oh, like Meryl must have been Meryl for sure, sure was yeah. that for me. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know. I was just watching backstage and saw you talking to Robert De Niro, and I was like, oh, my heart. <laughs> yeah. There's certain people you still are just like, they're just legends. They've just had such a searing impact on me. You but know? sometimes people are disappointed when they meet their legends. I'm not. I'm not disappointed usually. No, you can deal with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I like tricky people as well. <laughs> I think everyone, people are the way they are. They you are. Know, tricky you, I, or I not like, Yeah, I, I like it. Because when you approach a different project, it's always that. With Mary Poppins, this yes. is not, we, we should tell the world. It's not, you're not trying to just wipe out the image no, that no. Julie Andrews created. Absolutely not. This no. is like a continuation or it's is a, it's it a... It's a reimagining. So re-imagining. it's not a remake. It is more to be seen as like a sequel. It is years, years in the future, not like, it's like 30 years on from the original. So the Banks children are grown up now. And with Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's incredible. Doing that. Is he? Did he get you tickets to Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen so it three wait, times. Three times. You yeah. see people that wait online in the I cold know. to just see it once. And yet, I've seen there it three you are. times. I think it's absolutely like incredible. incredible. He's incredible. I mean, that term genius is used so casually, and mm-hmm. he is it. I mean, that term should just re- be re- reserved for Lin Manuel. Just for him. Just for <laughs> Lin. Forget those yeah. other people and medicine or exactly. whatever. No, it's all about Lin. Exactly. Right? So we'll do that. <laughs> but will this be a completely different score? Uh, yes. You know we end the show. Oh, God. No, you said that to me Well, I'm not years doing ago. a Mary Poppins song. You, well, I don't want to. No, we can't know what they are. You can't. You must you just, not. They're, they're, you could do an old Mary Poppins song. No, but you, I one can't. time you No, you said to me, I don't sing. You know, that was it. I don't. Why are you asking me this? It's so annoying. No, now and I know that, you do. And it, then so you do that. Into the Woods. Yes. Okay? And it, you're great. And you're singing your little heart out. I am. And I'm saying... Well, but she said, I, I can't sing a note. I never fa- it's a I, big lie. I'm getting better at singing in front of people, but it was never a comfortable fit for me. I used to get very embarrassed. Why? Because, I don't know. You're fearless. You're the girl on the train. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm more confident now. I mean, I have to be. I'm about to play Mary Poppins, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, all you have to do is just give me a something. Okay. Something that's in your head. I can sing supercalifragilistic. No, I'm not singing that. Supercalifragilistic gets me out of dope. <laughs> I'm I not allowed to, to sing any Puppets. original Mary Not allowed. Puppets. Whoever could say to you, I would love to meet that person that oh. says, Emily Blunt, you're not allowed to do this. And no. I think you would do it. No, you would I do would it be, I feel like I w- it would be wrong. It would be wrong. Okay, I accept that. It's a, it's a moral uh, It's a moral kind thing. of thing that yeah. would be wrong. Yeah. Do you make? Did Robert De Niro sing? He did. He what sang did he "You sing? Are My Sunshine." Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think of something. Okay. What a difference a day makes. Twenty-four little hours. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> Such a tease! You went, oh! Like, I thought it was coming, and it no, was no. just there was going to be more. It's, it. it's just a line, right? The, no, it should have been. There should have been another phrase. That's it. That's all you're getting. Sorry, Pete. Just a jolly holiday with Mary. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
that it's Mary that we love. All right, I got something out of you. Emily, thank you. I could be with you forever. Uh, me too. But you're all stuck with it. this Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just. Okay, that wraps up another edition of the Popcorn with Peter Travers podcast. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can also find Popcorn on Twitter and Facebook at Popcorn ABC News. I also want to thank the people who helped produce this podcast. Angela Williams, Brian Fudge, Josh Cohen, David Fazekas, David Miller, Michael Rothman, Alexa Valiente, and the head of ABC News Digital, Dan Silver. I'll talk to you next Friday.